0: Gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Glowing Weak Point, the show where we talk about games and music and anime and movies and light novels.
1: And just kind of whatever it seems like at yeah, this point.
0: The, the, the politics, uh...
1: Ugh, the politics.
0: <laughs> Stationary, we'll get to that later. Um, Stationary? Hey, uh, yeah, stationery, whatever, oh. It's stationary. I don't know how to pronounce that? Is it yeah. stationary? It's stationary. I mean, there's an e in there, so there's like stationary, and then there's stationary. But like, I I'm pretty sure you pronounce them the same way.
1: Yeah, I think you pronounce them the same.
0: Um, Regardless but very s- few people talk about it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's your glowing weak point, John?
0: Uh, okay, we're just gonna get right into it then. All right. What else uh, are we gonna really do? Weak point is um uh. T- I'm gonna be getting into more stationary stuff.
1: Um, oh, we're already here.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's why I was like, oh, okay, it's, it's, it's just gonna be here now. Um, <laughs> I and my wife are weird, which should come as no shock to anyone. Um, but we're the type of people who, like, really like stationery. Like, really
1: like stationery.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, the, the the fact that you're befuddled by the fact that that statement exists it, it proves that we're weird. Yeah. Um. No, you are. But yeah, we we collect different types of pens, and we like nice papers, and uh, we we like like stickers to put on things, and different types of tape, and uh, we're we're really happy when we get like. Fancy types of uh equipment. Like we've we've got you know, staplers. But when I got an all metal, really nice old fashioned swing line, we were really excited. And uh other old things like swing chic. line. Yeah, yeah, swing line stapler. I don't know what that is. It's it's a classic office stapler. Classic. okay but we also like not just like the really nice high quality will last you forever things but also the like quirky weird things as well in that like kristen got a japanese wooden carved stapler it's very small and it takes japanese staples which i believe they're eight millimeter instead of ten millimeter um staples so you have to get fancy staples for it um yeah, yeah, and we're like, we'll we'll pick up pens and we'll be like, ah, oh man, this is a Pentel. That means it's going to be good. We're like, oh, man, this is a Uniball. That means it's going to be really good until it just stops. <laughs> like like a month into using it. <laughs> Fantastic pens. They do not last. <laughs> Pentel? Pentel lasts.
1: Pentel lasts. Um, Is that their tagline?
0: Uh-huh. No, but it should be. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, big, big into different types of pens and markers, and uh, I, I love um, when Sharpie came out with their fine and ultra fine tipped um, markers because uh, they're pretty that, good. They're they're pretty good. Um, yeah, they they are. Um, but yeah, like. Sharpie does pretty good things. We like Pentel. We like Pilot. Um, Pilot's
1: nice. Pilot makes good pens.
0: But yeah. Both both Pilot and Pentel are really the top tier of pens that you can get off the shelf here in the West. Um, and, 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 like, like, that
1: are just like in cardboard boxes.
0: Like, yeah, obviously yeah, you can they're, get they're really just, nice
1: fountain pens if you spend like 50, 100, 200 bucks or whatever. Yeah, but yeah.
0: like... But, like, a, a Pilot or a Pentel pen, no matter whether it's gel or ballpoint or whatever it is, um, it will write really well. It writes on any surfaces really well. And the ink is a nice, deep color. Like, you, you pull out, a like, a Bic or something, and it's got, like, this, like, light black sort of, of color on it. Right. Uh, but, like, you you start writing with a Pilot or a Pentel that is a nice, firm color. And you don't have to be, like, pushing down or anything. It's it's just... It's a good color. Comes in blue. The blue is a nice, deep color. Like, no matter what you're putting on a page, it is full of pigment. So, yeah. Uh, big, big... Uh,
1: <laughs> you are jerking out so hard over pens right now.
0: <laughs> I... Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, my absolute favorite mechanical pencil is a zebra pencil a zebra uh, zebras the zebras the brand um, I couldn't tell you exactly uh, what uh, the model is but zebra makes really high quality mechanical pencils that will last forever they're they're delightful um, okay yeah yeah so anyways, um <laughs> I was bored on YouTube this past week and Oh, I that was, was just
1: the lead around. up to the glowing weak point.
0: Correct, yeah. Okay. Um yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I I stumbled upon a I mean, it's a business. It's a business YouTube uh, channel uh, JetPens and they don't sell For the most part, they don't sell their products. They're more like a Walmart or a Target. You go there and you buy other people's products. Um, But it's... All they sell is stationery. Uh, They they sell pens and inks and pencils and paper and staplers and scissors and erasers. All the things. All the things that are stationery, they sell. And they make really, really good videos about them. And... They also feature things that, like, you wouldn't normally see on a shelf here, uh, in the West. They feature a lot of high-quality German, um, pens or Japanese pens or Korean pens or, like, the the really, really detailed ones. Because, like, sure, we use a lot of pencils and pens over here, uh, but, uh... Germans use fountain pens starting in elementary school.
1: That's too early.
0: That that's that that is the pen they use. Uh, so <laughs> their papers uh, so must one, be
1: messy as fuck.
0: One, that means that they make really good fountain pens. And two, it also means that they make really cheap fountain pens too. Since you're giving these to your your child, your dumbass um, little babies. Yeah, but I mean they. They make disposable fountain pens, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Like, it's a thought that I was like, "That what shouldn't even what be a that? thing." Like, <laughs> yeah, but it is. Um, uh, the Japanese uh, very very much feature um pens and pencils and all their their work. Like that's it, It's a lot of what they do is handwritten, and especially when you consider that. Calligraphy is a very important thing to their culture, and you have to learn that throughout all of your schooling. Brush pens and very high quality pens and pencils are sort of the thing. And of course, the Japanese over engineer the fuck out of literally anything they do, so you get really interesting things. And I spent hours watching these videos. <laughs> And it reminded me that uh, I I've always loved fountain pens. I got a fountain pen. Um, I want to say like eleven years ago, ten or eleven years ago. Okay. And because uh, I, I I grew up studying calligraphy, um, and so I, I got one and I messed it up. Um, I. I put the wrong type of ink in it because I didn't know that there was a right and a wrong type of ink. Um, Oh, no. Because when I had studied calligraphy, I had studied it in a class where they took care of everything for you. So when I owned a fountain pen, I went, oh, okay, India ink is the sort of thing that I need to put in here, which it's not. That's for dip pens. Fountain uh, Fountain pen ink and calligraphy ink are two completely separate things um and one will just not work on the other and the other one will absolutely screw the heck out of the other so i basically destroyed my pen although i have spent the last 3 days fixing it um
1: how's but, that going but
0: also uh it works great now
1: okay um, that's good
0: it's it's yeah it's still uh drying out a little bit cuz basically you have to soak it to get the dried ink off of it and now that it's kind of clogged up with water a little bit. It takes a while for you to get the water out so that it's just ink coming out. But yeah, it writes well. Um, But the pen I got was a really cheap, low-quality calligraphy fountain pen. So it uses fountain pen ink, but it is only calligraphy nibs Um, uh, from Michael's. So like really low quality, really poor pen. So I I bought myself a nice fountain pen.
1: Okay, good job. Get yourself what you want.
0: Yeah, and I got myself some nice inks too. I got got this uh this nice uh Japanese blue ink that it's it's dual shading. So it it has like, as you write with it, it kind of goes from, like, aqua blue through green. Um, yeah. It, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> so, yeah, waiting on that to come in. Uh, that's my glowing weak point, is I watched a whole fuckload of, of videos Stationary about stationery. Stationary videos. Yep, yep, that's... You have learned something new about me. I did. <laughs> Uh, what
1: a thing to learn, also.
0: <laughs> Anyways, uh, what about you? What's your glowing weak point? Uh, it's what probably was, not weird like mine. What was
1: my glowing weak point last week? Did I talk about Which, how I got a PlayStation 5? I think you
0: mentioned it, but I don't think it was your glowing weak point.
1: Okay, the glowing weak point then is the PlayStation 5. <laughs> okay. Um, because my God, Final Fantasy VII plays so well on it. It it feels Ugh. so good to play. Oh my God. <laughs> and and like you can you can shut down a game right like like put it into rest mode the game and then play another yeah. game and then the other game uh, the first game is still just in fucking rest mode and you can go back to it. Wow! And then other people can hop on their accounts and play games over there, and your game on your account is still in rest mode.
0: Wow! It's okay. So that's, good. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's amazing.
0: That's uh, pretty good. Yep.
1: PlayStation Five is pretty good. That's all I had to say. It's my glowing weak point.
0: Okay. Well, let's move on. Uh, we've we've talked about uh, stationary and uh, game consoles, but let's talk about the games we've played themselves. You've got more, as usual, because I don't have time anymore. Although, so, uh,
1: more in this instance just means that I have two.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell me about... Tell me a little bit more about Final Fantasy VII Remake.
1: Oh my god, so... I mean, I've beaten the game already. I played it on PS4. Uh, yeah. I didn't feel like porting all of my information over right this moment. So I just started up a new game uh, of <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. And it's just so good. I feel like I'm doing even better than I was before. I So in the game, you have... Gen- you have three characters out on the field or you can. Most of the game you'll have three three characters out on the field. Um, mm-hmm. And <clears throat> you can switch between them freely. But, like all you have to do is hit one of the directional buttons and it takes you over there. Uh, and each character has like basic basic attacks and then they also have special attacks. And just like in the original Final Fantasy VII, like, you build up your ATB gauge, uh, and then yeah. you use that gauge to perform the attacks. But unlike the original Final Fantasy VII, where it was all turn-based and shit, now you're actively doing things on the map the whole time. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, so... Each character excels at different kinds of things. Cloud is like like a powerhouse. He has two different modes he can switch between. Punisher, which is like the all-around kind of thing, where he can dodge, he can block, he can attack. But then there's Operator mode, where his attacks deal a shit ton of damage now, but he can't block or attack. If he if he or, or not block not attack block or dodge. If he dodges, he switches right back into um, punisher mode. Punisher. Yeah. Okay. And guarding just doesn't happen, like at all. <laughs> so th- that's the trade off for using operator. Is like like you cannot guard. Okay. Um, and then Tifa, is like the super short range kind of kind of thing, but she also has a special attack that she can use whenever she wants like just whenever she's on the map I think it's called like whirlwind or something it it kind of shoots her a little bit of way towards an enemy but not all the way to an enemy so you have to kind of like make sure your range is correct when you're using it okay uh, and and then it does like a, a strong attack against them and then Barrett has, uh, I mean, first of all, he's got a machine gun for a right arm, if you don't know Final yeah, Fantasy VII. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm familiar.
1: He's Mr. T with a, a machine gun on his arm. Um, yeah. So he can, like, rapid fire uh, bullets at enemies, and they deal, like, chip damage, but then you can build up the uh, the gauge not the atb gauge but his special attack gauge and when that's built up then you can use an ability called overcharge where he like shoots five strong attacks directly into an enemy and for a lot of things that's just like an instant kill like yeah, it's it's enough <laughs> yeah like like basic enemies do not survive the overcharge But then he has to charge it back up. And you can just keep hitting the special attack button, and that charges up a little bit, but then you're not doing attacks. And the attacks charge it up even less, but then you're doing damage. So there's kind of like a trade-off with him, too. You know, they they all have different, different things they're really capable of. And it's really nice hopping from one to the other in the middle of a fight, And, like, destroying an enemy with Cloud, and then, like, immediately hopping over to Barret, and using Overcharge to blast another one out of the way. And then you hop to Tifa, and you use a spell with Tifa that the enemy is weak to, and it does, like, half of its health bar right then. (laughs) And, and, like, like, I'm learning... More of the game than I feel like I did the first time. Like I, I feel like I'm playing way better because I'm understanding this stuff a bit more. You know?
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's it's really good. I, I it, Final Fantasy 7 remake is a better game than it has any fucking right to be,
0: <laughs>
1: considering what it's called. Yeah. Because, like, they could have just, like, they could have, um, fucking, wh- what's the, uh, wh- what's the term I'm looking for? Like, tuned
0: it in? T- uh, phoned it in.
1: Phoned it in. Like, they could have just phoned this in, and people would still have bought it, l- like, like, fucking cocaine. But yeah. they went above and beyond and it's a 40-hour game that is building on a six-hour sequence of the original PS PS1 game. <laughs> and there's only a few segments that I feel like are just padding. Like like they they really expanded on the world of Midgar in a way that makes it okay that they expanded it to such a ridiculous length. Like Okay. Almost five times its length. Yeah. More than five times. Like... Like, seven times its length. But... <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good! And, and then, uh, I mean... I know this because I've already beaten it, but, like... It go it ends up going in a completely different direction from the fi- original Final Fantasy VII also. So it's like... It's its own thing. Even... Like they just made a new game with the same characters. It's insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> especially since Square Enix has kind of kind of been like shit for the past decade,
0: honestly. Oh, definitely.
1: Like definitely. like they've been on a they've been on a downturn. But I don't know, man. Final Fantasy VII remake is like one of the best ones in the series. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I love
1: it so much.
0: All right. Well, um, the only game I've been playing, the only games I've been playing, have been uh,
1: mobile, mobile
0: games. games.
1: You've been yeah, burning your phone
0: more. I correct because <laughs> uh, I don't have time for anything else. Uh, I don't. I don't have time to like get on my computer and play something, and I. I really don't do anything on console, which I really should, because I've got a Switch, and I've got games I haven't beaten on it. But I just I always forget that it exists. Um, but I've I've been playing a lot of the the game we'll talk about in a bit, uh, just because I was I had to grind to get to something. Um, but I also was playing quite a bit of Legends of Eidolon. Mm-hmm. because i have gotten to a new world
1: and that excited um, you <clears throat>
0: yes uh so i've got like new things to do of like i get to unlock a new anvil tier so i can craft new things um get better equipment um and i was excited i unlocked it like two days ago and i looked at uh the the weapon upgrade i could do and i was like Oh, I can, I can basically just do that already. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've, the, the last, it, it was weird. Cause like the first weapon you get is like, you, you need like 20 wood and five green, uh, mushroom heads. And, and that's literally the, the page to the right of the starting page. Like, like it's you, you move on from the home base one step and you're at the place where you can get both of those things and 20 and five are very small numbers. And then from that, it's like, you need, uh, like a hundred iron and, and 500 of these other materials. Immediately throwing throwing you into
1: the, just put this on the back burner.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, well, well, I mean, that one's also not too hard, um... I mean, 500 is a bit much in that game. This, this... Dude, I'm doing things in 10,000s. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> Where I like, was legit, at, it was 500,
1: 500 was the, a lot. The, the, the,
0: the thing that, that I said was like, oh, I can just basically do that, requires 10,000 of a resource that was only just introduced to me this week. Okay. Um... <laughs> But but I already have it, so like whatever. I, I I left someone grinding there for like eight hours and then I had the, the ten thousand. So Ridiculous. fine. It's fine. Um uh, so like the next step after that requires like only only like three of a thing. But it's a thing that has a one in one hundred thousand chance to drop from the, this creature and um
1: that's really high
0: and you need 3 of them so and, and also they're vital for other things so it's like do i want to spend it on this or do i want to hold on to it for this other thing that i need it for um yeah so <laughs> so yeah it's like uh, I, okay finally i'll i'll be able to buy that um And then after that, it's like, oh, you need, you just need like a hundred thousand of this wood or 10,000. It was something like that. I've, I've got it already. So it it was like, oh, okay, I'll do it. Okay. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm still getting introduced to new mechanics and, and new interesting things I can do in the game and, um, like trying to min-max my way to uh, to unlocking things, because there's a lot. Um, so yeah, uh, still still loving the game. Um, and I'm technically still playing Guardian Tales, but I didn't write it on here because I haven't I haven't really played a level.
1: Oh yeah, like I did start up um, the Switch version of Guardian Tales, but I haven't mm-hmm. gotten past the point where I was before. So okay, I didn't. I, I not, also
0: didn't write it on here. I I I've beat World Five. I'm like about to start World Six, but I've just been spending <clears throat> most of my time either playing the other games or um. I I jump on once a day and I go through and I uh run through the the rifts that that give me um rank up, um, things. So I've, I've turned, uh, like nine or 10 different characters from two stars into five stars just over time. Amazing. You, I mean, all, all the materials for that are free, which is fantastic. Thank you for not charging me money. I, I still haven't spent any money on this game.
1: Yeah. I think uh, it's, it's pretty much just like the stuff to summon with that it costs money. Right.
0: <clears throat> no, like you you can you it just you can summon with just gems. You can buy gems and you can you can actually summon cheaper with purchased gems. Uh it keeps track of how much gems you've purchased versus regular although it goes into the same box. Um but you can you just you get gems from playing the game and uh doing things and they send you random gems every day and like you're i have i have summoned like 50 60 times since then uh, since starting the game and i've never spent any money and i've i've still got like 50,000 gems
1: oh yeah like w- once i got once i got past the point where i could start having my own characters like along with me i just mm-hmm. summoned like a shit ton to, at, like fucking like six or <laughs> seven full like 10 sets Of yeah, uh, of people. I got it's pretty pretty um giving with its three stars, the the highest star characters. Yeah, like yeah, I got I got multiples of one, and then I got like two others, and I think I got multiples of the one just because when Mm -hmm. I was doing it, they were running like an event for the
0: the,
1: for oh yeah for that character. character.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's usually they've got like. They're, they're running events of multiple characters at once. See, so you, you they've got, like, four different things you can focus. So, like, the first page is like, here's the event to get this character. And all the other characters are still in there, but it's got a slightly higher chance of that one. And then, like, you go to the next page over, and it's focusing on a different character. So there's, like, I'll, I'll do, like, a couple rounds of ten until I get the character, and then I'll switch to another one. Um, and see if I can get that one. But mostly I just look at the, the focus character and I'm like, yeah, I can do without. (laughs) And I, I just like, ah, I'll wait until they, they run a different summon campaign, uh, with characters that I might actually be interested in using. Um, but yeah, uh, it's the the Halloween, it's all Halloween-y right now. Oh, still? Yeah, still. Uh, I think it's about to end. Um, and like that's another too long. three or four days, because um, they they do it based off of um, the store resets. They they do an update when the store resets every fourteen days. Mm, okay. So, yep. Alright, uh, tell me about RuneScape. <laughs> which is current currently playing on your computer right now.
1: It is, because I'm doing AFK shit while we, while we record. Um, <laughs> I joined a clan in the game because I got tired of just Ooh. doing shit by myself. Just like slowly cutting logs in complete and dead silence. So, mm-hmm. I, I decided to make friends. Uh, and I joined them like last week. And this week, they're running a skill competition where it's whoever um, whoever can get the most experience in a certain skill wins. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and this week, it's fishing. And let me tell you, it used to be that fishing I looked at as like one of the most the single most boring skills. Like like top five most boring skills um, which doesn't always mean it's the worst because wood pretty boring too, but I also love wood cutting. Um, yeah, but uh, the way that fishing works in the game is that there's a fishing spot and you can take your tool over to it and you can fish and it would be fine if that was it, but randomly, The fish spot will move along the bank. Like, it's got like a set range that it can move within, and it'll hop from spot to spot. Which Uh. means that you have to be paying closer attention than you would kind of like to when you're doing like an AFK skill. Yeah. Um, but, I learned that there is a boss in the game. That is entirely based on fishing. You can take no damage from the boss. You can fail to beat the boss, but the boss cannot kill you. Okay. Um, and, and like you rack up points as you, you shoot fish. Like, okay, so you fish for, for what are called harpoon fish. And then you can either just shoot them directly at the enemy, at at the boss through a cannon. Or you can take it over to a, a, a oven kind of thing and cook the harpoon fish, and then that deals more damage against it, and also gives okay. you more points. Yeah. Um, and all the while that's that's happening, um, there will be like a big wave that comes, and you have to you have to tie yourself to a, a totem pole and um, ki- keep yourself from being swept away by the wave it and washed loo- away. Yeah. Losing an amount of your fish and one of your tools. Um, mm. Or like there will also just be like storm clouds that come and then they shoot lightning and it starts fires. And if the fire hits you, then again you lose one of your tools and some of your fish. And, and so you have to keep an eye on that while you're fishing and cooking and shooting this stuff. And then once the boss reaches, like, zero energy, um, then it's it sinks into the water, and these fish on the side start, like, glow, and you can go harpoon those, and that deals direct damage to the boss. Mm. And so this minigame gives you a shit ton of experience. Just so much fishing experience. I started... <laughs> Sunday at level 50 and I am now level 69 and I think I've mentioned before that um
0: yes you have
1: levels grow (laughs) exponentially (laughs) the experience required so that's a lot of levels
0: it is yeah (laughs)
1: And I'm nowhere near done. I love I love it so much. Like I might take one of the top 3 spots in the fucking competition. <laughs> Despite no, being one of the lowest leveled in fishing when it began. <laughs> like that's that's where I'm at. Um right. It's it's great. And Uh, when you're, when you beat the boss, you, based on your points that you got, the, you get what are called reward permits and these, these accumulate throughout runs. So you don't have to use them immediately, but what you do is you take them to a little pool by where the, um, where you enter to the boss's area and each reward point lets you, um, like net inside this pool, like one thing. And that could be like a stack of 50 tuna, or it could be um, a bunch of fishing bait, and that's all worthless. But sometimes, (laughs) sometimes you get something like a tackle box. Like, I've got a tackle box and a fish barrel. The tackle box holds all fishing items in the game. Like forget ever having to go through your bank again and find all your fishing shit. If you need your net, it's in the fishing box. If you need your harpoon, it's in the fishing box. If you need bait, if you need feathers, if you need whatever, it's in the fishing box. Nice. It's great. I love it so much. And then the fish barrel is basically a full inventory for fish. Your inventory in the game is 28 spaces. The inventory in the fish barrel is twenty-eight, so just a whole inventory for fish, and you keep it in your inventory takes up one spot, so you can now you can catch so many more fish before having to go back to the bank and empty it out.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, it's
1: it's it really great rewards, and those aren't that they're they're like rare, but not to the level where you're never gonna get them. Like, I'm looking at it right now, and both of those are a 1 in 400 chance to get. So if you do a fair amount of this boss, like, you'll get them.
0: Yeah, you will.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I'm really loving the things that I'm learning about RuneScape since I came back to it. Because it's, (laughs) it's a better game now than it was when I was playing as a kid. There are so many new, fun things to do for skills that were, in my opinion, not good. Gotcha. And now they're good. (laughs) Like, I like fishing now. I like training my (laughs) fishing skill. It's fun. (laughs) I'm hoping to get a Tome of Water next. It's a 1 in 1600 chance to get, but... Basically, it it counts as an infinite source of water runes for casting magic, so just never have to worry about water runes ever again. Um, And then you fill it with what are called soaked pages, and each one of those is a a charge for the book, and um, each charge will boost the power of a water-based spell by 20%. Nice. Yeah. So that,
0: that's that's real nice.
1: It, it'd be it'd be a really nice thing to have. That's my next goal.
0: Okay. Uh, After beating this,
1: yeah, yeah I, I mean, I'm not going to take first place in this in this week's something um, thing. B- Why not quitter? Um, because the guy who's in first right now put a 400,000 experience point gap between the two of us, and he's oh. and he's still doing it. <laughs> so gotcha. it's not happening. But I might take second or third. I might. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right, it's time to talk about our mutual mobile game we played. I really um, didn't
1: want to. I put this off as long as I could.
0: Age of Origins. This, like
1: Ebony, is one of those games where it's clear that the only thing behind it is corporate interest. There, yeah. is, there is no heart behind this game. Nobody went home after working on this game and said, like, Man, I love my job. I'm, I'm making such a great thing. I'm gonna make so many people happy. You couldn't say that working on this game. You can't.
0: No, you can't.
1: It's soulless.
0: So Yeah. I mean, in in general, like, it's a it's a 4X game, but it's like a really bad 4x game, and um you can uh level up the buildings that you you have and you can choose which buildings to build at a certain point but you're limited as well. Like you can just you can like choose you were in to Ebony. Do, yeah, you can Well
1: L- less so than in Ebony. Ebony yeah. was like Eb- this spot is for this thing and you will build it now. And yeah. I mean, Age of Origins was like that for most of the time I was playing. Yeah, and
0: the the main the main buildings like the the bar- or I guess it's a camp and the factory, the which are uh, how you produce infantry and uh, vehicles, respectively. Um, things like that are like yeah, yeah. That's it. You this is the only option for you. Anything that's like a main building like that. But then there's the, like, resource-gathering buildings and the expansion buildings. Um, so there's the farms and oil derricks, and at a certain point, you get the ability to um, make steel mills or mineral mines. Um, and and then there's, like, expansions for things, like the uh, medic station, which it just makes it so that you're... Uh, hospital does better, and your training grounds, which makes it so that you can train infantry faster. Um, but you're, you're still limited. Like, one, there's a limited number of slots available. Uh, but you, you do get access to more over time as you uh, level up your city. But even still, like, I've got four spaces open, and I've been perpetually low on oil and i i can't put any more oil derricks down because i've got 8 out of 8 which is garbage um, there's probably able... a way to
1: pay for oil
0: uh, or pay is. for more yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: pay for more oil derrick av- availability no no you, you
0: you can just you can just pay for oil oh, um, great. which is the worst way to do it um, yeah yeah um and they did that on heroes. purpose Oh yeah, they absolutely did. There's heroes you can recruit. Um, they're you, nothing. Who cares? They're, they're, they're nothing. They don't matter at all. Every
1: um, fucking character in this game looked like it was bought from like the Unity asset store.
0: It it definitely did. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> um, You're forced into joining an alliance, which is their version of a guild. Um, actually, pretty early on
1: Oh, I never um, did that. It kept it kept shooting me towards that, and then I was like, oh, you want me to join one of these things? I'm not going to do that. And then I left, and it just let me continue on with the quests.
0: At a certain point, the quests require you to help your allies a certain number of times or contribute a certain amount of material to your alliance. So, Oh, it, that's yeah, bullshit. Is... But then again, I am... Uh... Very far along in the story, <laughs> right? We
1: we um, actually put off recording this episode so that John could access something.
0: Yes, all right. I'm I'm level my my main city is level twelve. Um, so yeah, I've I've gotten through quite a bit of the the story. Um, so yeah, the the main bit of the game is there's. You, you can control things around your city. You can send your armies out to either uh, scavenge from other cities, find re- uh, recruits there, that sort of thing. Uh, refugees, rather. Um, uh, or you can send them to like go to an external gold mine or oil refinery and gather stuff there and bring it back, which is... How I was forced to uh, make up the gap. Or you can have them go out and attack other cities, which I never did because I'm not a dickbag. Speaking of dickbags, I was attacked twice and they took all my fucking oil and it really put me off of uh, being able to do the thing I needed to do. Uh, (laughs) So, (laughs) Damn. So they suck. um, They do suck. Fuck them. They do suck, yeah. Assholes. (laughs) Assholes. <laughs> um and
1: Attacking then, this noob. Attacking this little yeah, guy then, here.
0: And then early on you have to play a lot of the tower defense game. Um like, and you, you're talking
1: about it as if the four X part is like the biggest part of the game. I mostly just did the tower defense shit.
0: Uh, here's the the tower defense thing, after like the first Five or six levels of the game, like five or six quests of the game, becomes irrelevant. Irrelevant. Like it, it still it, it still exists. You can still get materials from doing it, but uh, it is no longer a part of the story. It's, what? It's it's completely irrelevant. Um, there
1: was so much focus on it in the beginning.
0: Oh yeah, like every every beginner quest in this is like, all right. Let's Uh, build up our shit so that we can go
1: to 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 tower defense.
0: Yeah, build a camp, build a farm, build an oil refinery. All right, go do three levels of uh, uh, (laughs) the tower defense. All right, cool. Now upgrade your main city and get this new building sort of thing. Yeah, that's really cool. All right, go do three levels of tower defense. Fuck, Um, it's
1: like the fucking puzzles in Ebony.
0: Yeah, um, which I think is... The, the difference here is that in Ebony, every ad for Ebony features one of two things. Um, it, it's the puzzles. The, er, the, 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 one, the, the main one is um, the puzzles. And the second one is like a, a really scantily clad hot woman. Which, right, but
1: that's all of these yeah, games.
0: That's, but th- that's all of these games. <laughs> um, this game... Every single ad. I, have you seen an ad for this game?
1: I I think I watched... I don't remember anything about the ad that I watched.
0: Okay. The Every ad for this game involves you either directing troops or directing a vehicle uh, down a highway or a bridge or whatever and... There's, like, these fence posts with, like, a blue banner or a red banner, and it's got, like, plus two for the the troops. So, like, you go through that, and you get two more troops added to your thing, and then you attack some enemies, then you move on to the next one. And and it's usually, like, you go through plus two, times seven, minus two, divided by six, and, and they do all the wrong choices, and then they get to the end and they die to some... A zombie horde. Or they're driving a car and and the car goes through a thing that turns them into a, a tank and the tank blows things up. And then it turns them into a, a school bus and the school bus rams through things. And then it turns it into a, a combine, which I mean, I don't know why you would ever switch out of that one because it, it just fucking mows everything down. Um, and then eventually they turn it into something stupid and die to a horde of zombies. Which... Oh yeah, those! It, yeah, not you ever in the play game. that in this game? No. Wrong. It's Wrong. there? It's there.
1: <laughs> oh, he's dying. He's dying.
0: You have to go to My Info. What? In the bottom right hand corner. What? Settings. What? And then under Settings, there's a minigame. What? <laughs> and the minigame... Is that? What the fuck? <laughs> I wish I was joking. Why is every
1: ad the mini game? Why is the mini game <laughs> hidden in settings? No one goes to settings <laughs> looking for a mini game. Who the fuck designed I, this shit? Who made this I, game?
0: I clicked or I I was going through settings because the anytime someone talks in the game uh, which we'll, we'll get into how garbage the dialogue is in a minute. Um, it it's got a really slow text crawl, like molasses slow uh-huh. text crawl. So I was hoping that one of the settings allowed me to um, change that, speed it up. Uh, and I went in there and I saw a mini game. And I turned to my wife and I said, "Do There's you think that sweating. this is settings for a mini game?" or a mini game itself. <laughs> and <laughs> and what did like, she say? Oh, it's got to be a mini game itself. And I was like, well, <laughs> "You're right. You're right. This is definitely a mini game, not settings for one." And I clicked it, and sure enough, it's the game. That it's it's the actual game that there are ads for. Um, yeah. What the fuck? Why? Darkers. Why? Why? Absolutely insane!
1: I don't um, understand.
0: No, me either. Um, I'm so also lost. Also, in there, uh, just this this game wants your money. It like oh really yeah, wants your money. Oh, there's yeah. like twelve things on my front page asking me for money right now. And even in the settings, it's got like here, buy the speed up pack level one. Um, for like one day, three more hours. Um, the Eternal Q Pack Level One right now. It has a value, according to them, of four thousand nine hundred eighty nine dollars and ninety five cents. But they're selling it for ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine percent off, just four ninety nine. I hate them. I also hate them.
1: That's the most manipulative shit ever. Yes. <laughs> Cuz so, that's gonna get people. That's gonna get it people will. who have like like an issue. Like like
0: mm-hmm.
1: where where they they see something is off and they're just like, "Oh, well then that's a great deal. Let me get that." Like there are people who I mean, are addicted to that kind of shit.
0: Dude, it's 99,999% off. Like, like the,
1: beal- think the, think the deal the deal doesn't savings. get better than that.
0: It it doesn't. There's no way. <laughs>
1: the only thing uh, better is free. Of course, that's uh, hiding the fact that their game has zero value at all. So Correct. Th- yep. That $5 is fucking 500% more than the fucking thing is worth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um we'll give so, it a value
1: of one cent.
0: This, this game is absolutely the worst thing that we've played. Uh well maybe maybe Ebony's worth I, I like, still it's... think
1: Ebony is worse primarily one thing is that in Age of Origins, every time you go back to the main main area, it doesn't barrage you with fucking ads yeah. to buy the yeah. shit. Yeah. With Ebony, it was like every time you had to X out of three or four things. Yeah. So, I think that's the one thing this has
0: going for it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, the the dialogue is, is, is another thing that's just horrendous. I feel like this has to be machine translation <laughs> yeah, this was definitely written
1: in a different language and then translated to English.
0: Yeah, with with no oversight whatsoever. And I I want to say that 85 to 90% of the dialogue is questions. So, it's it's like a bad um oh, um who's line game. <laughs> of of like here you can only ask uh you, you can only respond in in questions to this thing and it's like all right um uh where do we want to go to eat well uh you're the one who decided we should go to eat well i'm not the one who says they're hungry well i'm not the one who's picky about it like literally every single thing is a question and it doesn't it doesn't make sense <laughs> <laughs> Um, but all right, so we'll, we'll get down to the reason why we had to push back the podcast. Okay. About seven or eight, uh, quest levels into the game. You find a girl who is a zombie, but before you shoot her, she holds up a white flag or something. And you realize that this zombie is different from the others. That maybe she isn't completely taken over, or maybe she's still got some of your, her humanity left. <coughs> Either way, you capture her and put her in your biochemical lab, um, where you then begin to heal her over time, uh, and you you find a way to cure uh, zombieism. But like it, it takes a long time, so it's not like there's a a good cure to just inoculate everyone and make everything fine. (coughs) But one of the things she does is like you, you use her because in the game zombies are attracted to higher energy sources. So you basically hook her up to a computer and use her to help you find uh, materials. Um, And then (coughs) once you make some more breakthroughs, Uh, and she gains some more of her humanity back, you, uh, gain the ability to use her to control zombies, so you can now have your own zombie horde that you can use to, like, protect your troops. Kind of a meat shield sort of thing.
1: Right. Um...
0: But on the main screen of this, uh, it, it there are three options for you to, to click on when looking at her. Which of course she's she's hot. There's there's two different characters you get. The first one has a default name of Lucy, but you can change it for some reason because it, I guess you just get to be controlling. And the you second get to girl just is rename this person. Yeah, you can just rename this person. Yeah. The second one is Saya, you didn't get to rename her or at least I didn't. Uh, first option is heal and uh, 5 times per day you can get a routine heal and then you can 10 times per day spend gold to heal and then occasionally you get apparati that that you can use to heal them. Um, so healing is the main way to to like level them up, basically get them uh, further along and, and get access to things. Second option is claim or <clears throat> explore. Excuse me? Ex- explore and claim. Um, so explore like the, she looks for supplies and then you can claim them when when it comes back. Oh, okay. And the third option is intimacy.
1: No! 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 <laughs> no!
0: And... And Intimacy doesn't unlock until you get, uh, her to level 12 of healing, um, which takes quite a long time. Uh, that's, that's the reason why it took so long, cause like, I didn't, I didn't, I, I knew that like, I wouldn't be able to get to the end game of Intimacy, but I couldn't even click on Intimacy until... I got to level 12, so I, I I knew I had to get to level 12 so I can click on Intimacy and see what was involved. Because, like, Heal has got this, like, robot arm with a like, syringe on the end of it and Explore has this robot arm with a, a screen on the end of it. And John. Intimacy has this, lo- this robot arm with, like, a heart floating around it and, like, John. little hearts bursting out of it. Let's
1: just get to it. What happens I when don't... you click on intimacy?
0: <laughs> you can either date her once a day or give her a gift. Oh my god. The gifts include uh, bouquets of flowers, uh-huh. boxes of chocolates. Sure. Uh, I think that's perfume. I this think is that's a zombie jewelry. girl, right? Can't her... yeah. Well, I mean, she's, she's cured now.
1: Okay. Um,
0: and, and then I, I looked and, and apparently there's levels of intimacy. Oh no. <clears throat> so the the stages, I mean it's like it starts at strange, but it's like strange one through five. I'm not gonna mention that. I'm just gonna say strange, indifferent acquaintance, friendly, intimate. Dependent.
1: Excuse you? Yep. (laughs) The way you said that, Uh, there's another level, isn't there?
0: Close friend. What? I know. Why does that come after dependent? And intimate. Confidant. What? And the, the last tier. Oh, God. Special friends.
1: What? <laughs> this is that machine translation happening again.
0: <laughs> so, again, I, I'm i still on level one. I, I haven't been able to, to level up her intimacy. Um,
1: I don't want you to.
0: So, so I'm not going to say that you can't fuck the zombie, but I'm not going to not say that you can't fuck the zombie. <laughs>
1: We've confirmed that you cannot immediately fuck the zombie.
0: Correct. It takes some time. Um I I did go on the first date though, uh where uh oh uh, it took me about 5 minutes because uh, to get to that because it allows you to download extra dialogue cuz they did voice acting for um the dates. So yeah. It's bad. The The dialogue was bad. Um, and it's like... Ten lines back and forth. And then the date's over. Cool. And... There's like 50 levels. 70 levels or something. My this. worst
1: games um, of the year list is just gonna be dominated by these fucking garbage-ass mobile games. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Uh, I might need to relegate it to just like one or two, and, and <coughs> talk about other things, and, and like honorable mention the rest of these fuckers.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean this one definitely deserves to be one of the worst. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now this this is horrendous, and I am I am uninstalling it as we speak.
1: Good. I un- I uninstalled um, mine after you said that that was good enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you got to a point where you're like I I refuse to play this anymore. I was like man that was fine. Like you could have you could probably have gone less than you did. And you I know what it trying. was? It was when I
1: hit the four fucking four X section and it had me kill zombie wolves. I was like I'm cool now. This is just yeah. becoming ebony again.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. it, it is this is a terrible game and nobody should play it right
1: don't be fooled by the ads the the, the game it shows in the ads is a mini game in the settings section
0: I, I can't I can't believe it <laughs> like, like it's ridiculous it's insane why, why why is it
1: why is it in settings?
0: I don't know. All right, moving on. Oh, game, game facts—the
1: facts about the games, the facts about the space invaders. Yeah, yeah. Look yeah. at us—we're riffing on it now. <laughs> Space Invaders is a shoot-em-up it. game developed by Tomohiro Nishikado at Taito and published by Taito, Midway, and Atari for arcade machines. Our, for arcade machines, Atari 2600, Atari 5200, Atari 8-bit, MSX, NES, Sega SG-1000, Wonderswan, VG Pocket, as well as countless dedicated tabletop and hand- handheld consoles. Yeah. Yeah. Space Invaders nowadays you can play on a toaster, like.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, th- these were the things that came out when it was released in like nineteen ninety-seven. Yeah. Not, not games. Like, uh, I mean, you can play Space Invaders on the Wii and the Wii U and the. the
1: and your graphic 5, calculator. Like.
0: Yeah. Correct. <laughs> uh
1: that's still too many things all at once though. And I uh, yeah. What game needs three publishers?
0: Uh, well it was Taito in the east, Midway in the west and uh, Atari for um, uh, pretty much all the consoles. Okay. Yeah.
1: In Space Invaders, you control a laser cannon partially protected by bunkers, as waves of aliens shuffle towards you from outer space, which you must shoot before they shoot you. What was hold on, what was last week's game facts?
0: Uh Halloween.
1: When did when did we stop doing horror stuff?
0: Uh when it stopped being October and horror game season. Oh, Also, there's there's not that many horror games that have interesting facts. That's probably Um, also true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The aliens are very marine-like, aside from the bonus point flying saucer, featuring what looks like a crab, an octopus, and a squid alien. This was on purpose, as Nishikado took a lot of inspiration from H.G. Wells' The War of the Worlds. Or more specifically, the nineteen fifty-three film adaptation by Byron Haskin. Byron Haskin is such a fantastic name.
0: <laughs> it is. Honestly, Byron is a good name. Oh yeah, like, you don't Lord see Byron. Any Byron's anymore.
1: Yeah. I love Lord Byron. Fucking yeah, we, weird ass bisexual drinking out of a skull. A real human skull. God We
0: we, we need we need more people named Byron. Name your kids Byron.
1: Writing long poetic plays about Satan, fucking I love <laughs> Lord Byron.
0: <laughs> uh.
1: However, before they were ever aliens, a wide array of enemies and settings were considered, from planes to boats to humans. The last of those options being shot down by management, who didn't want players to explicitly kill other humans. So yeah. this is I mean, almost it's, it's, a war, it's fine. a war game.
0: Yeah. It's fine if you're killing humans that are in planes or boats, but, like, act right. like human on human violence? no. Well, I mean,
1: inside no. the plane, it could just be the squid enemy
0: again. Yeah!
1: Yeah! I mean, I've seen fucking Independence Day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the reason why they didn't do planes is because uh, it, it moves very slowly from side to side, and it looks really stupid for what a plane would look like. Like, planes... Planes do not planes don't go side to side. The screen,
1: but let me tell you, <laughs> yeah, there's an easy fix to that. It's called a helicopter. Oh, right,
0: that's true. We
1: have that's a flying true. thing that can go side to side. It's a helicopter. Yeah, but,
0: it, <laughs> but like it, it doesn't jerkily move from side to side. It, it, they they pretty much flow across the screen as opposed to what actually happens in Space Invaders, which is like me 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 me. Yeah. (laughs) Boats would have made sense,
1: but... uh, Yeah, Boats would have made sense. Obviously, it has been one of the most influential games of all time, not just helping to kickstart the arcade movement, but also featuring the first high-score saving system, as well as first dynamic music and creating the first enemy wave concept, albeit accidentally. I mean, when you're making a game as early as Space Invaders, like you're going to be <laughs> creating a lot of shit from the ground oh, up. Oh yeah. Like yeah.
0: <laughs> this game actually um like the the arcade movement had already existed somewhat, like Pong and Breakout had existed before. Um but they were basically the only two games that had made it popular and they this was the first video game crash. There's the video game crash of 1977 uh, because people were like, all right, so you can play Pong or you can play breakout, which is, yeah, which is breakout. (laughs) Uh, And why, you know, like this is boring. Let's move on. Let's get, get this shit out of here. And then space invaders came back and single-handedly ended the video game crash of 1977.
1: Like, holy shit. You can play other kinds of games.
0: <laughs> wow, we're not completely devoted to balls and paddles.
1: I mean, we are still completely devoted to balls. I mean, we we are still <laughs>
0: completely devoted to balls and paddlings. Oh yeah, actually, but me not so not much. I had balls. I had a
1: I had a principal in in oh, elementary school who.
0: Uh, I mean. I had parents with, you know, corporal punishment, so...
1: I mean, my, my school wasn't supposed to corporal punishment me, but they did anyway. Yeah, it, Which yeah. was I a mean, crime, it, it but, was... like, who's going to try them?
0: Yeah. That, that was... Those were the days.
1: Yep. I mean, those days weren't too long ago. This <laughs> yeah. was early 2000s.
0: <laughs> yep, and uh, <laughs> several schools have, within the last two years um been like have have like signed waivers allowing themselves to paddle kids again so
1: fuck you fuck you dudes what the fuck
0: yep yep
1: as you kill monsters and space invaders the remaining monsters speed up and the music gets faster This system is widely seen today, with many games sending wave after wave of enemies after you, exponentially getting harder until you lose. This was not the initial intention in Space Invaders, though. It was a byproduct of hardware freeing up, as it had to deal with fewer and fewer objects on
0: screen. Oh. It just gets faster because it doesn't have to deal with the rest of the shit. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't mean for it to get faster? Nope. was not the original idea. I mean, they by the time it was released, they they definitely understood that that was a part of the game and that was what was going to happen. Um, it, so like, it didn't release with a bug that they, um, you know,
1: left and couldn't
0: fix. until... yeah, this it released because it was like, uh, all right, the, apparently this is a thing that happens with the code. It's not Have bad. Fun.
1: It's a feature. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not a bug, it's a feature.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: We can cut Nishikado some slack, however, as he had to design his own hardware and development tools just to make the game. There just wasn't a microcomputer out at the time that could handle the complex programming and design required for the game.
0: Like like I under- I understand, like you're making an arcade game, you have to make the hardware for that and stuff. We're not talking about the hardware for the game. We're talking about the hardware... For the
1: computer that made the, the game.
0: game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> talking about, like, he had to invent the ability to invent the game. <laughs> like, the hardware and software from scratch to make the hardware and software for the game. Dude was a badass.
1: Listen, are we adding him to our uh, our list of video game heroes?
0: I, I have no objection to it. Um,
1: I, I'm fine with him joining along alongside the guy who made like yeast. I've forgotten him <laughs> yeah. his
0: name but me, me too. yeah <laughs> uh, uh, Yoshio Kaya wasn't he one of them?
1: Yeah, Yoshio Kia Yes yeah
0: yeah, yeah yeah that's that's Mad the
1: respect. guy. yeah. love him. While it's oft-spoken that it caused a coin shortage due to its popularity, that's more properly attributed to Japan's slowing production of currency the year before. However, the game did do very well in its first year, grossing over $600 million in 1977 money.
0: Well, 78, but yes.
1: Whatever. The year Star Wars came out. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> which uh speaking of a lot of people attribute um the the sci-fi nature of the game to star wars but um nishikado had not seen star wars by the time the game came out <laughs> so it had nothing to do with it whatsoever
1: right i mean it, it's so close together like i, I couldn't imagine yeah yeah uh, nah <laughs> Also, regarding coinage, shortly after the game was released, a twelve-year-old Japanese boy attempted to rob a bank of its coins so he could use them for Space Invaders,
0: which oh, caused. Co- sorry, I forgot. I forgot to mention in here with a shotgun.
1: Oh, oh,
0: yeah. That uh, that's a it's a big thing I missed there.
1: Which caused a moral panic that spread all the way to the UK where a bill almost got passed titled Control of Space Invaders to limit the number of arcade machines in each district and require a license for each. Because definitely the issue was with the arcade games and not poor child oversight or lax gun control laws. Which I mean, now Japan has incredibly strict gun control laws and you don't see shit like that happening. At all. No,
0: you don't. It, it's it's almost as if they figured out what the issue was. Right. And, uh, they solved it. <laughs> now
1: Should they just nice. have knife attacks.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: It's not I, great, I, they, but.
0: <laughs> so, I, I, <laughs> back in, uh, 1981, uh, when the, uh, this bill was getting passed. The UK was actually still like hand recording all of the conversations that took place in the House of Commons.
1: Oh, that so should be actually, still happening. They don't still do that?
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, but we have access to that. And uh, I was reading through the uh, Mr. George Folks was the uh, of, of South Ayrshire was the member of the House who uh, proposed the bill.
1: The Control of Space Invaders
0: bill? Yes. Um, What a fucking dork-ass loser. He he, he referred to many examples of uh, boys stealing money from home in order to play the games, Um, which, again, it's just poor child oversight. Right. If they didn't steal it for the game, they would steal it for drugs or candy or uh, fancier fountain pens because some of them are freaks and like stationery. Like, <laughs> like, th- like this... they, they'll th- thieves are gonna thieve. Like that's that's that's. This why entirely falls on
1: parenting. Like,
0: yeah, as most things do. That, uh, yeah.
1: And unless you're going to start legislating parenting, like, shut the fuck up about shit like this.
0: Yeah, which probably should, in some ways. Um, uh, Let's see. Uh, I mean, there should at least be guidelines. Yeah. A Sheffield mother is quoted as saying that a Jekyll and Hyde change came over her 14-year-old son when he became hooked on space invaders. Hooked on space Um, invaders. A 13-year-old vanished from his home for 10 days visiting arcades to play the machines. And this, which was disgusting to me. Also in London, a 17-year-old boy was so desperate for money to feed the machines that he turned to blackmail and theft, demanding 900 pounds from a clergyman with whom he had previously had sexual relations. Um. So the issue here, you're bringing up man, he blackmailed his clergyman who was fucking him so that he could play this game. Clearly the games are the issue.
1: Right. No! Right. No! (laughs) No. The issue there is that the clergyman (laughs) fucked a 17-year-old.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But
1: also, this was Britain in the 70s and every single famous person in Britain in the 70s was a pedophile. Like, that's just so, true. Except, except for, like, the handful of people who got to play the doctor. Like, th- none of them have turned out to be <laughs> pedophiles, as far as I'm aware.
0: Yeah, as far as I'm aware, as well. Um So I do like that it includes, um, the rebuttal.
1: <laughs> What's the rebuttal?
0: Like, uh, from Mr. Michael Brown, um... With that injunction in mind, Mr. Speaker, I shall express my opposition to the motion in less than five minutes. The measure proposed by the Honorable Member for South Ayrshire is outrageous and ridiculous. If I have glazed eyes, it is perhaps because I am the one Honorable Member who is an avid player of Space Invaders. (laughs) (laughs) I make no apology for the fact that before I came to the house early this afternoon, I had an innocent half-pint of beer in a pub with a couple of friends, put Lop in a machine, and played a game of Space Invaders.
1: Put Lop in a machine!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Many young people derive innocent and harmless pleasure from Space Invaders. The machines, in amusement arcades, in seaside resorts, and even in pubs, provide genuine harmless entertainment for young people. I am not surprised that the Honorable Gentleman, who is a socialist, should extend his socialist beliefs in restriction and control, and all the other words that sum up a socialist, to trying to restrict the innocent pleasure of young people. For every example that he gave, there are many thousands of examples of young people who genuinely enjoy themselves playing Space Invaders. Hold and on, do not go around with, what?
1: You don't get to call yourself a socialist when you're trying to regulate fucking video games. I, but-
0: <laughs> at this point, I believe it's national socialism.
1: Oh, yes. Oh. Yes. Oh.
0: Also also known as Nazism. Right. Uh, He's a member of the that,
1: fascist what, party in, in Britain. Yeah, that's,
0: that, that, that is that is an issue with socialism, and that socialism can both mean um, looking out for the people and wanting to provide for those who can't provide for themselves and for people who want to control literally every facet of your life. Oh. Uh. Um, But anyways, uh, who generally enjoy themselves playing space invaders and who do not go around with, as the honorable gentleman said, glazed eyes. Though there may be young men who are addicted to cigarettes, drugs, or alcohol. Um, I also ask opposition members to remember that many thousands of young people could be doing many worse things. Tramping the streets, engaging in violence, all the things that we in this house oppose young people should be able to enjoy the innocent pleasures that the honorable gentleman wishes to control
1: also if if a member of the house of commons can <coughs> come into work after having a beer then i should be able to go into work after having a beer <laughs> that's just a fact
0: uh, yes it, it is it is a fact um, <laughs> uh, and the, the the nose one
1: uh, so, oh, th- they didn't pass the control of space invaders bill? Color me correct. surprised.
0: <laughs> uh, you're going to be surprised. The House was divided. The eyes got 94 votes. The noes got 114.
1: That's too close.
0: It is far That's too close. That's way too close. <laughs> Yeah.
1: That's way too close. You cannot. You cannot give me fucking uh a, a twenty point difference. No. Yep. No. <clears throat> oh man. That's upsetting.
0: It is! <laughs> I knew it would upset you.
1: Uh A lot of that was upsetting. Like, yeah. the, the, that's also coming off the heels of the clergyman that fucked his his fucking part of the, dude, altar boy.
0: Yeah, basically.
1: <clears throat>
0: 17 year old.
1: It's disgusting. Uh-huh. And that, that means that it started before then. Like, if you oh, were yeah. blackmailing him at 17 oh, yeah. it started before then.
0: Yeah, I'm sure like 12 or 13. Uh, Yeah.
1: And it's like, Um, listen, if you've been sexually harassed by a clergyman or by anybody, you have the right to blackmail them. That's not a crime.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, No, it's not. It's not. Ugh. There is no jury in this world that would find you guilty for blackmail.
1: No. No they they, (laughs) absolutely not
0: yeah -uh.
1: insane
0: and that was just the facts uh yeah all right so uh we we come to a brand new segment that this this might be a first and last sort of thing we we don't know We're, we're we're just testing it out um one hit blunders Um, I know I talked with you last week about kind of my, my ideals behind this, but I don't remember if that was on air or not. So I, I want to just put it out there again, before we get into this, my, my thought when coming up with this was there are a lot of songs. Like I, I add random songs to my, my, uh, listens and playlists and stuff just to, you know, I'm like, alright, uh, Katy Perry's hot and cold. W- why not? Like, I've, this is this is a song I can jam to. I'll throw it on there. But I, I never listened to anything else by Katy Perry. Or uh, half the shit in my my um, albums are just things that, like, they. I throw it in there and I'm like, eh, whatever. Uh, I, I like this song, but I'll I've, I've never listened to anything else that they've ever done. Um And at one point, I was listening to, I don't remember if it was Red Hot Chili Peppers or The Black Eyed Peas or something like that. Um, and I, I, I was just trying to figure out which of the songs it was that was the song that I knew to add to my list. And I listened to a few other songs on the album and I was like, oh, that's actually pretty good. Huh and then I added more music than just the one song because I had run into a new song that I liked. Um, and I was thinking like, what other songs are, aren't, aren't the songs that like made it. They're not the songs that you're like, Oh yeah. You know, it's, it's, um, uh, <clears throat> Oh, what's his name? Uh, Justin Bieber. Like, yeah, he does baby. um, but he like, has so many hit songs. This was such a bad yeah, choice. I, I know, but like, there's 11 <laughs> other songs or something on that album. Are are they just trash? And baby's the only good thing that came out of that album? Or oh
1: well, off that one, that's probably true.
0: The, pro- yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely, it is true for that one. But <laughs> but you don't you don't know until you actually listen to them and find out.
1: Because I mean, baby is um, also trash. Like
0: oh, I mean, again, I don't disagree whatsoever. <laughs> there there. <laughs> there's no argument here. Um, but like, I I know it's another bad choice because Oasis isn't a one hit wonder. They've got Wonderwall and the other one. Um, they have so many
1: songs. It's just Wonderwall is the one that we remember in America, but they also have champagne supernova. They have don't look back in anger. They have rock and roll star. They, no. (laughs)
0: No, no, it's 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 Wonderwall and Champagne.
1: They got roll with it.
0: No, no, they don't. But but this is a case of like everyone knows Wonderwall, but people don't really know the other ones outside of Champagne Supernova. So, like, is is Wonderwall the only good song on What's the Story, Morning Glory?
1: No, because Don't Look Back in Anger and Roll with It are also both on that album (laughs) and Champagne Supernova. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> so like, it's, it's that situation of like, what are the other songs on there? Um, and, and the, the point was to go for like the one hit wonders of which, uh, this week we picked, uh, Imogen Heaps, um, Speak for Yourself is the album, but yeah, Hide and Seek is the, uh, the single on there that... Was a one-hit wonder. This was a a very different than I thought it would be because it's a one-hit wonder for a very different reason than
1: most one-hit wonders the, uh, get the, the, big.
0: Than most one-hit wonders, yeah, because this is a one-hit wonder because, like, despite the fact that uh, apparently the album charted number one at some point what the uh, fuck? between two thousand five and seven, yeah. Um, uh, charged number one on uh, Billboard's U.S. Heatseekers Albums, number two on Top Dance Electronic Albums for Billboard. Uh, although just for the Billboard 200, it only hit 145 as its peak position. But still, like, it made the top 200, um, and it, it made top one or two among some of the uh, more specific categories. Um, but despite that, like, it, it wasn't an album that anyone knew until it was featured in a TV show, and then it got spoofed on SNL, and then people started spoofing the spoof on YouTube videos, and and that's really where it got a lot of its fame.
1: And I'll be honest, I <laughs> realized listening to this album, I had never actually heard the entirety of Hide and Seek before. <laughs>
0: okay i i had i i had i'd heard it many times before um th- this like, this was a song i i actually owned and, and listened to I have so he-
1: i have apparently never heard it outside of the context of that snl skit um all of the memes <laughs> surrounding it and the fucking sample used for that terrible jason derulo song
0: <laughs> yeah
1: that was my entire experience with it and then I'm listening to the song and I'm like... Uh, I'm miming looking at a watch right now. <laughs> it's great for podcasting. When does it yeah, get I good? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Where's uh, the hook?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because but. she actually only does it once she only does the yep mm, what to say
0: yeah it's it really late in it's it's like, like three the, the minutes into, into the song thing. yeah it's it's like the second to last part of the song which is it yeah
1: and before that it's just like a slog that song sucks
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I I still like hide and seek but after listening to this album it's like barely in my top three from this album <laughs>
1: I think it's like, Like, I think it's the least good song on the entire album. It sounds unfinished.
0: There's, there's, all right. There's a lot of the songs on the album that I'm not a fan of. Oh, really? There's a, yeah, there's a lot of the songs that I'm like, it's okay, but it's not great. Um,
1: I liked her more upbeat stuff. I liked, um. Okay.
0: Uh, Headlock.
1: Headlock is a really fucking good album opener like
0: head headlock is, is uh, tied for first. Maybe like I really like headlock. It's, it's one of my favorite songs in the album, but it, it's,
1: it's up there as one of the best album openers I've ever heard. To be honest. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it. I agree. It's, it's a really good opener to the, the it's album. not
1: smells it, like it, teen spirit, but it's, it's pretty good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll agree with that. Um, well, what what are your favorite songs from this
1: uh, I like the loose end loose ends okay loose ends was good yeah uh clear the area that was pretty good
0: okay I, I want to talk about that but we can get back to it
1: okay um and the walk is all right
0: okay yeah the walk's okay yeah um my my top three would be headlock have you got it in you and hide and seek? And then maybe Loose Ends after that. Um, but Clear the Area... Uh, so I just want to talk... Cle- clear the Area is the best example of this, I think. But I want to talk about the album as a whole. Has very different feelings between the songs. Like, like, there's the Headlock and Have not Got It In You and Hide and Seek are, are very much in the same sound realm... Um, whereas like good night and go, or I think the moment I said it are, are like a, a much more up deep pop sort of song.
1: Really? I found the moment I said it like a fucking slog.
0: Okay. I I might be remembering it wrong.
1: The, the moment I said it is the album closer. Yeah. And like, I, after the walk, I thought the fucking album took a dive like i was I was so yeah. bored for the last like third of the album
0: yeah yeah i, I will agree it that the, the last bit of the album is not as good as as the the first two thirds of it it's very top
1: um, heavy this album,
0: yes <clears throat> yeah, but uh the the entire album has a lot of honestly. Evanescence mixed with Postal Service is what I want to say. Yes,
1: oh my god, you just put it into it, words far better it, it, than it, I.
0: Thank you. <laughs> it, it, it really it, and and both Fallen from Evanescence, which is Wake Me Up's album, and Give Up, which is the only album by the Postal Service, came out in 2003, 2 years before this. And also when she was writing a lot of these these songs. So, it's not surprising to me, but it it really it feels like Wake me up, mixed with the district sleeps alone tonight. Like, like yeah, really that's is, the song. It, 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 uh, <laughs> this whole album of, is
1: ripping off the district sleeps tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is, and and especially clear the area that that one that one song is so much just a, a meshing of the two of those, like. I was listening to Clear the Area, and Bring Me to Life was just constantly in the back of my mind the entire time, because it was like, this feels so much like that other song. <laughs> um, yeah. I still now, like it. It's 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 not a bad thing. Both of those are good songs, and combining them into Clear the Area, Clear the Area is a good song on this album. Like, I'll agree, and it was in your like top four. So... Like, I'll, it, it's, it's not a bad thing, but you can definitely see where she got her influences for this. You can hear it's the abso- influences. You, you, absolutely, <laughs> this is a product of 2003's Evanescence and Postal Service. <laughs> and, and that's not a bad thing. Again, like, I like Imogen Heap in general, but I also, really like Evanescence and Postal Service. The all three of them are good bands and having them riff off each other is just fine for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh it, there there's nothing in here as blatant as um like Ray Parker's Jr.'s stealing the uh
1: No. Like none of this <laughs> she couldn't get sued over this.
0: Yeah, no and and it's not nothing's you can tell nothing's deliberate. Like there there's no like, she didn't take any uh, licks from anyone. She didn't take any, like, it, it's just a, a pure feel sort of thing. It feels like these other albums. And, and it, it really, like, you could tell she was immersed in that sort of thing and came to the same conclusions and just incorporated it naturally. Which everyone does. Every single person on Earth does that.
1: Yeah, uh, and I mean, so, if you hear the Postal Service, like, you're gonna want to make songs like the Postal Service.
0: Absolutely. Those are good fucking songs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, this was, this was simultaneously, like, a terrible first choice in that, uh, the reason why she's a one hit wonder is not because like the other songs on the album were not good or because this one p- song in particular is so much better than the others because it's not like I, I this this song is barely top 3 for me uh and it's it's bottom 3 for you um,
1: it's bottom 1 like to be honest like <laughs> i i I, th- I thought it was the least finished sounding song on the album even the songs that i liked the less i thought were still like she had completed them like they were in the state they were meant to be whereas hide and seek just kind of sounds like there's stuff missing on it there (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't i don't
0: i don't don't get that feel that much but uh i respect your opinion so i'll 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 let you keep it without shitting on you for it um but like this this is a uh, is not a situation where like it's it was the best thing so it's all that people took from it. It's a situation where this was a really banger album, like just in general. It's a it's a really good album that someone picked a song from later and managed to get it into pop culture another way.
1: Right. Um, these um but these it's... songs were never meant to be hit singles. Like that's no, that's no. pretty clear cuz if you're doing evanescence and you're doing the postal service if you're in that area like we know them but they weren't hit makers you know
0: no no they weren't
1: um, so, so if you're in that general area you're not trying to be a hit maker you're no. you're trying to you're, be you're, in you're your genre music. yeah yeah and uh, um so, like, that's why we've yeah. never heard fucking headlock before. It's just because, like, <laughs> uh, it's it wasn't meant to be on the radio.
0: No. No. Uh, so, like, on the one hand, this was a, a failure of a first choice because it, it, it doesn't fit uh, what we were really trying to do. At the same time, this was an absolute success of a first try. I'm glad because, I listened to this album. Be, yeah, because at the end of the day, we're, we're glad we listened to this album. We gl- we're glad we found new songs that we like from someone that we well, I knew I liked. You thought you liked. Uh, previously. Um, that like, it's, it's great. It's fantastic. We, we've gained new music and new appreciation for an artist who, uh, deserves it
1: i mean like, the, listen the, the,
0: these are these are good songs
1: listen the mm, what to say that that part of the song is still fucking Dang. amazing that's
0: yeah it's a, fantastic
1: once that hits you're like oh my god this is so good i love this uh-huh. but it's literally it just like takes a
0: while to get there it's
1: literally 40 <laughs> seconds of a four and a half minute song
0: <laughs> <coughs> yep right at the end right at the end
1: and the rest of it i just uh, i i didn't vibe with
0: <laughs> no uh yeah no, so the, uh, it's
1: pretty good pretty good album though like i said just the album. last yep. third kind of falls off the rest of it's pretty good mm-hmm.
0: though yep
1: Now, if right. you do this again you have to pick a more obvious one hit wonder
0: Okay, uh, name one.
1: Uh, fucking... <laughs> oh, you know what? I would love you to listen... I own this album. Oh, gosh. I would love you to listen to the album that Come On Eileen is off of. Uh... Come on, Eileen. Oh, I see what you mean in By this Steve moment. Ferris
0: or the Dexys Midnight Runners. Dexys Midnight Runners okay
1: uh, come on I lean to Lou come on I lean to Lou right come on
0: okay you know um, the song I I do it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> we can we can do that one but we're, we're at the end of the show, so we need to talk about what we're doing next week. What are you looking forward to for next week? Oh. Just in general, in your life, in the next uh, four days before we record again.
1: I guess on Sunday, I'm going to uh, my girlfriend's sister's baby shower. So that'll be a okay. thing. Okay. Yep.
0: Uh, I, I have uh, a birthday for my sister I have to go to but also I'm off for the next three days Oh,
1: that's the longest you've had off in a while isn't it
0: in a very long while and I very much appreciate it because it's been hell so yeah oh there was one there was one other thing I wanted to mention about um, why Imogen Heap never got anywhere uh, with Speak for Yourself Okay, which is that uh, she did it all Uh, herself—production, distribution, everything. She did not have a label at all.
1: Oh Uh, well, that explains a lot of it too.
0: Yeah, yeah. She she chose to do it without a label, Uh, despite the fact that she had done stuff with labels before. She was like, "Nah, it's just me." So I mean, labels do suck. yeah, label. I I agree. Labels do suck, but also. Uh,
1: but also, they, labels uh, get you on the charts.
0: Yeah, they they get you places. Which I mean, I, her
1: album went number one at some point, but I'm guessing that was after, the OC used it.
0: I mean, it was sometime between 2005 and seven. So, I don't know when the OC used it. I don't either. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, what are we gonna do next week?
1: Oh, for which section do you mean?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I can put together some news for the first section.
0: Okay. Okay. So we can we can do some news.
1: We can do some newsy stuff.
0: Okay, what about part three? Um
1: Shit, do we have any interesting topics? <laughs> I put these topics on here and I never want to talk about them.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep.
1: I don't know. Is there a, is there a game thing you'd like to talk about, John?
0: Nope. No. <laughs>
1: nope um then I don't know I don't know what we're doing
0: okay well I guess we'll figure it out and it'll probably be a topic so uh probably yep we'll see y'all next time thanks for listening it would be a huge help if you would share this with someone um Gosh, all of the things that are about people are terrible things. Uh, so, <laughs> <coughs> um, share this with someone who is uh, hidden from you, and you need to seek. Uh, I was going to say like books, like H. Uh, G. Wells' *The War of the Worlds*, but yeah, uh, share this with someone you used to play hide and seek with.
1: Oh. When was the last time I played hide and seek?
0: Now I guess the question is: Are are you thinking hide and seek or hide and go seek
1: tag? I mean, there it's hide and seek where if you just games. if you find the person, you win.
0: Right, that's hide yeah, and seek. Yeah, but that's that's also lame. Um, hide and seek tag is is the vastly superior form.
1: Is that the one where the people you find then join you and you?
0: Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, it's when you find someone, they get to try and rush back to base. Uh, in general, it's all about... Um, one person... The, 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 the person who's it... Gets on base... And they count till whatever number while everyone count uh, runs and hides. And then it is up to the one person who is it to go find the others... While it is their purpose to go back to base without getting tagged. Okay, I've never played this. It's a, it's a good game. <laughs> it's, it's a... It's a it's very, uh... Very standard, um... Uh... Addition to the rules.
1: Anyway, that's the end of this yeah. episode.
0: Yeah, see ya.
1: Bye! <laughs>